Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we go see a new movie and come back right to the microphone without talking to each other about that new movie and then we talk to you, our listener, via each other. Hey Robbie. Hey Jack. I'm Jack Kaljeski, you're Robert Anderson. Uh, yes. It's been a while since we've done this. It's been a minute. We did our Oscars prediction episode. Yes. That was our first kind of 2018 foray. But it is today, February 26th? 7th. Let me check, 7th? Let me check the tape. Jesus. It's, 26, yeah. it's getting deep into February now, and this is our second hot take of the year. Yeah. So. Well, it's always a slow start with movies. We're yeah, catching up on 2018 it's, stuff. It's, uh, you know... The Oscars had a nice, like, period on... Now we're done with 2018. 2018 can go suck We're it. finally done with suck 2018. It, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, nearly 60 days into 2019, we're finally put the baggage of 2018 behind us. Finally. Now we're looking forward. This is technically the first movie that we've seen the that first, was released in yeah. 2019 and that we're doing a hot take on. Yes, sir. So. Well, you've you got to introduce one other person. I'm, I'm getting there. You're right. getting there? You're it's not my up? first day. It's, right. it's her first day. It's not mine. Ooh. Spoilers. Today, we are talking about a movie called... What was this movie called? It's Fighting, called with, Fighting my with My Family. And that is a movie about a British girl who came to America to do wrestling. Yes. Robbie, what do you know about wrestling? Uh, only that I was told it was fake, and then when you say it's fake, people get upset they about it. They get upset. Yes, yes, that's about as much as I know as well. Excellent. So, <laughs> fitting with the theme of being British and wrestling, and allow me to, to int- and coming to America, l- allow me to introduce for you listeners, you've heard us talk about her many a time on this podcast, oh, I'm yes. sure, my lovely, talented, funny wife. Your wife. Eleanor Kolodzewski. <laughs> my wife. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Eleanor. <laughs> Hi. It's been a long time I've tried to wrangle you onto this podcast. I think, it was, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. We really tried to get that you was, on. That was the first one. And you were like, you were like ah, and no. And no. then every single one since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you've been so this for. time we finally, finally. Now that we're married, you've finally. I've dragged you into the ring. Yeah. It's part of the deal. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, it I was made, in the contract. It was in the vows yeah. that yeah. Uh, Eleanor vowed to do a podcast. <laughs> Finally. Good. So, um, let's just start off with our impressions. Eleanor, you do watch some re- You have watched some wrestling. I really? Used, I used to watch... It was then called WWF, not WWE. I think it changed at some point. Um, but anyway, when I was about 11 or 12... I was majorly into wrestling and I went to see a live show in Sheffield and I saw The Rock perform live and I got a t-shirt. Thank God you're on this awesome. episode. Yeah, that's, and this, this is why we desperately, desperately needed um, you to yeah, be on this episode. Me and my brother spent a lot of time watching wrestling. I didn't realize it was such a big deal over there in the yeah. UK. Yeah. I don't think it was as big a deal, but we right. really, really loved it. We're into it. Yeah. Sure. So this movie is about a girl named, well, her name is... I forgot what her name It was Sarah. She, well, she's named after her mother's stage name. Luckily, someone has their IMDb. That's not important. Her wrestling name is Paige. Yes. It's a Saraya Knight. Yes. Hey, I got that. Saraya. Yeah, Saraya. There you go. Again, we brought you on for your expertise. She's good. She's good. It was a bit of a guess, but... Hey. Hey, that's expertise is just guessing correctly. Am I wrong? Anyway, um, so she's a wrestler named Paige. She 
has a family that is all about wrestling. So, mm-hmm. and she's British. So it's pretty much just me. It's pretty much you. <laughs> Identical. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Identical. Yeah. yeah. And fairly goth, you know? Yeah. So there were, you go. Were you a goth at your youth? I was a oh, goth yeah. at my youth. Big, all right. we're, big time we're all goths. Yeah. We're all, yeah. We're all, we're all have little goths in our hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was like a legitimate goth. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have the pants. But I had... The, well, like the parachute pants? I didn't have those. Like no. the, the chains and yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, I had like I had all the zippers point. that don't yeah. do anything. I had the ball necklace for a while. Like a ball gag? Not like that. That's not a goth thing. No, that's just a... <laughs> it's kind of goth. No, it's like, you know, the metal... Computer. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The metal balls, like they're... It's like a choker, but for but unisex. Maybe, I guess chokers can Maybe be you were more goth than me. Ronnie. I think Robbie sounds like he was a bit more hardcore. Yeah, I might have been a bit more goth. For a little bit, at least. I went to Hot Topic exclusively for a while. But Hot Topic is owned by Gap. So you're really just wearing Gap clothes when you mm. go to Hot Topic. So. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed for no. me. It's <laughs> still the same. One of these days I'll upgrade to Bananas Republic, but not today. Bananas oh, Republic. Oh, there's a plural with that <laughs> That's one. not what they're called? It's just banana, not bananas. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, like I said, I'm not there yet. I'm still a Gap guy. One day. So one day we'll be able to days, go to Bananas. <laughs> yeah. One day so I'll get my bananas in order. And... My Bananas Republic. <clears throat> so, um... What uh, what did you think of this movie, Eleanor? Fighting with my family. I really loved it. You really loved it. Yeah, it made me very emotional. Emotional. Yeah. I I got a little bit emotional. I too, got I got like I felt like the the rising tides of emotion towards. The I end. almost cried at, yeah. at one point. There's some triumphant parts without uh, getting into spoilers yet before the break. But mm-hmm. um, what did you think of the movie, then, Robbie? Uh, I ended up really liking it. I thought in the beginning it took a while for it to get its hooks in me because it's a little bit like paint by numbers. You know, it's it's the story of like chasing your dreams and it's kind of like what a it, story of a star being born. Sure. Yeah. Kind whatever. Of. I mean, I, I if we're going to make apple oranges comparisons, I like the former than the latter a little bit more. But that being said, I did end up really liking the movie. Uh I just thought, like, it's just one of those movies that, like, sure, it might be a little paint-by-numbers, but it does everything it's trying to do very well. Um, and it's just, like, a nice, like, heartwarming story. A very good uh, start to 2019, I think, yeah, for it's, movies. It's very nice. It's just nice. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like, it kind of does the sort of, like, um, sports movie sort of, like tried and true sort of formula. You have your montage in there somewhere. There's a training montage There's in there. There's a training montage. It's a couple... Yeah. Pretty good ones, yeah. yeah. There is, you know, there's there's the enthusiasm in the beginning, and then there's the period of, you know, mm-hmm. when you think things maybe won't work out, but right. then you get a good pep talk in there. It's not a super risky movie, but when you're doing kind of like a adaptation of real events, you can't go too risky either way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Unless I, the, the tale has that in there. I think what this one does is just all the, like, the gears in there are mm-hmm. working really well. Like, yeah. Um, the lead actress... Who none of us thought to look up on IMDb because she's like relatively she's Florence done sp- Pugh. How do you how do you say that, Eleanor? P U G H. We need your expertise. Pugh. Pugh. That makes more sense. I think. Is it Florence Pugh? Are you serious? Are you joking me? I'm it's not. not that it's up. not. That's Pugh. not her. It's she's not the. That is her, bro. Oh man, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's See, you were worried we would be. Uh, we, we have too much expertise on Not our hands. I'm telling enough. you, we don't remember anyone's name, so no worries. Um, anyway, she. I thought she was really strong. Yeah, I really liked her. I mean, you know who really held it down for me uh, until she kind of had more of her own beats and her own moments later. You know, like Nick Frost and um, 
Lena Headley, who plays his wife. Yes. They're like my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, they were fantastic. Yeah, they were awesome. Probably most well known from her role in Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so there you go. Oh, yeah. Did that realization just hit you? I kept looking at her and thinking, why is she so familiar? (laughs) Well, I think... But now it just seems stupidly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, she's more... uh, I guess that's what she normally looks like, because... Yeah, because my mum's friend... Well, she doesn't know her personally, but in a line of work, she's encountered her couple of times because she lives in over in sheffield she, right in huddersfield, or huddersfield yeah. not to blow up her spot i don't want to oh no i think it's, it's like common knowledge yeah okay, okay. but okay. like she's like quite small and kind of unassuming in real life not most, like, most actor actresses yeah, are yeah. but like just nothing like what you'd kind of expect after watching game of thrones so, yeah. yeah well she's very larger than life in game of thrones yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know. She's well, she one of the dragons? Or? Yeah, she's a dragon. Oh, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like all the, the all the family members are yeah. all like really strong. Like, I mean, that's helped with, that kind of is what gets you invested in the movie is that mm-hmm. they have such a strong family dynamic and it feels very believable. I think Nick Frost uh, strikes, the, the whole family dynamic, everyone there strikes a good balance of like feeling like kind of insane rough around the edges family but also like having a lot of love not just oh, for the yeah. sport for each other you know there's a little bit of i want you to grow up to be this thing i didn't get to do but it's out but they still like love their you know son and daughter there's a there's a strong support system there yeah, which yeah, is yeah. i think goes back to the, the it's the wholesomeness of it yeah because uh there's, you know, there's going to be some family drama in there oh, the yeah. movie is called fighting with my family but it's more in tandem than against mm. them. So. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So do you have any other spoiler free thoughts? So this is, um, I want to say, because we haven't mentioned it yet. This is a uh, Stephen Merchant movie. Yes. Written and directed by Stephen Merchant. His first directed movie? I think movie? so. Yes. I want to say that is his first. He's worked, you know, on a lot of television shows. He's done yeah. a lot of the, like, Ricky Gervais, Idiot Abroad. Mm-hmm. I think his start was the British office. But that would make sense. he has done a lot of stuff. He yeah. uh voice actor in um Portal Two. Yes, he's also Caliban in Logan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So no, he's great. And it's yeah. cool to see him, you know, having his hand in directing and uh I think a strong start, you know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like this is a super competent movie, I would say. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying that's what I was trying to get at where, you know, again, like I'm not super into wrestling but like the theme and the and the lesson imparted by the movie i was really into and then like scene by scene you know there's nothing wrong with the movie it does everything it's it executes itself perfectly i think that might be selling it a little bit short even i think like it, it executes all that stuff like really well sure yeah 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 Eleanor, do you have any like final kind of spoiler free thoughts before we like um... get into specifics Probably not spoiler-free thoughts. No? No. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break then, and we will come back on the other side of the break with some spoilers. We'll get into some story specifics, so stick around. And we're back, and we're talking about fighting with my family. Spoiler time, Robbie. No one dies. No one dies. Wait. Yeah, no, everyone lives... Everyone lives. It's a wholesome family fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No one does. End of podcast. Goodbye. 
That's it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for being here with us, Eleanor. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. I no. mean, the big spoiler is she gets the thing. She gets okay. The well, big all right. Belt. Let's let's talk about like podcast <laughs> over. All right. <laughs> let's go. We, we, we come we'll on. Go, we, 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 we do we, we do the thing we do. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Let's take it from like the kind of start, like the the kind of opening, like first act sort of, because you can basically have like first act, she's at home, she's training with her family, you meet the family, you yeah. get to go to the auditions. Then second act, she's in Florida, she's training, things go bad, end of the second act, third act, she comes back and ties it all together. Triumphant. So conclusion. like in that first act, how did you guys feel about like how her family, you know, like the introduction to the character, the family, all that stuff? I uh, I, that, I think it took me a while for me to, like, get fully invested in it. Yeah. Because I think I wasn't sure, like, what kind of movie they were giving, like, like you know, we were getting with it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think if I were to, like, watch it again, I would be more, like, kind of fully mm-hmm. invested. But on a, like, first viewing, you know, I was like, all right, we have, like, kind of goofy family, loud, the wrestling, they're, like, super into wrestling. I don't really get wrestling, so I'm not very invested in this. But once you start kind of seeing, like, the story they're going for, that's kind of when I started to get really invested. But that first act is cool. It does a good job establishing everything. I think once they kind of show, like, them in their uh, early adulthood, or, like, where they are for the rest of the movie, like, training the kids, that's what I thought was, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. And again, that, I think, has some of the best moments with um with the mom and dad with nick frost and, and yeah. his wife yeah were mm-hmm. you sold on kind of like the family dynamic from the um i think i was a bit like robin that it took me a little while to kind of realize that i'd really like the movie at first i was kind of a bit you know yeah but i think by like probably the second act i was like that's fully invested. like when she went training and yeah. stuff like that yeah, I did. I did like all the kind of stuff that was like set in England in the beginning when they're actually all yeah. together. Mm-hmm. I think that was even maybe kind of my favorite part of the movie, sure. where they're all, you just kind of get that like family dynamic of them. It's so refreshing to see Nick Frost like acting in a movie again in a good movie. I mean, can I think of the last one that he featured prominently? I in. mean, it's cool because he's like doing his thing, but also like this is a very like different character that he's playing you know yeah. like uh they show you at the end of the movie they show you like segments of like the real people that it's based off of and i was mm-hmm. like he actually is he's doing his own nick frost thing but it, it is very yeah. in line i think with like who he's trying to like replicate like, too far not from, too far exactly yeah he's still he definitely real life mm-hmm. yeah they definitely look pretty similar to yeah. their, their <laughs> same, real life same build as counterparts yeah 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 <laughs> Did you, and I thought he, you know, the movie gen, genuinely was pretty funny. Like, it had some good laughs. I was laughing. Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it had just the right amount of humor in it, I think. Yeah. Nick Frost had some yeah. funny little moments in it. I yeah. think it was the, it was when they introduced kind of what the major conflict is, which is that, you know, the daughter got to go on while the son had to the stay behind. Not, yeah. That's when I really got invested because I was like, yeah, ooh, too. this is very interesting. Yeah, I and, thought yeah. her relationship with her brother, like that's mm-hmm. what really got me kind yeah. of, you know, emotional. That's sibling rivalry yeah. that we've all probably dealt with. If, if you're not an only child, and if yeah. you are, that's you're kind of probably weird. Yeah. Sorry. Did that probably you, weird. Yeah. Did that make you feel a certain way about watching wrestling with your brother back in the day? Uh, not really, which is weird because it probably should have, but. 
I think I was just kind of like too into what was going on on screen okay. to think about like my own kind of. Yeah, you know, probably like when I reflect on it, maybe. But. It got me a little like I think that's like kind of what helped pull me into the movie is kind of thinking about like me, and my sister growing up. And, uh, you know, we weren't into wrestling, but just, like, rivalries and yeah. little bickeries. And I, th- I think me and my sister have, like, a not-as-good relationship as the two yeah. characters in the movie have. So I was jealous of them in a way. I thought that was cool, actually, because it's, it's a little non-cliche for the them as brother and sister to get along with each other so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that that conflict with them, like, you know, with her being able to go mm-hmm. and him having to stay, like... Mm-hmm. It, it's because that they're they have such a close relationship that actually made that that conflict that yeah. drama more resonant. I think when she got picked and she like fought for him to come with her, like that's mm-hmm. unconventional for a movie like that. Yeah, that, that's like some of the more like refreshing elements of that film. I think. Yeah, that's why I think if I went to rewatch the movie, I'd be a little bit more invested in that first act after knowing kind of what the movie is because I really had no idea. What's it? I think we only saw like one. I've only seen like one trailer for it. I didn't really remember it that well. Um, so, yeah, I think that first act, it's not to its detriment to be the way that was. I think I would be more into it if I were just like yeah, watch the movie me again. Me too. Because you know? I'd not seen the trailer and I'd not watched any wrestling that had Paige in it. Yeah. So, because she joined when I'd stopped watching it. So, sure. this, even though I knew it was about wrestling and I had some prior knowledge, but like I still didn't really know what the movie was. I mean, where it was going or anything. So yeah, it really is kind of a subversion of that entire kind of like sports rise to to fame. Kind of like it's kind of the inverse, a little bit of a Rocky sort of thing. Mm. You know, um, it obviously being like a lead actress being like the main character that is the one that is like rising up in this. Yeah. It's not the first, obviously, to do so, but no. it is, I think, interesting and and kind of subversive in the way that it's well i guess in the way that it's written it's a true story but still like i still think the intricacies of the way it's written there is good because of the relationship that she has with her family and her brother and the positive relationship that she has with them which is like you said usually pretty different than usually it's kind of like a strain i mean the Mm -hmm. scene that's like kind of punctuates the drama between them which is when she returns home and they have the Christmas wrestling match, which is like very tense. Oh, that was very so tense. tense. And like, and like, I, I actually like. You're very my hands flew to my face. I was like, you, know, you made some. I thought some it was. I thought he was gonna like around. break a back or something. Like he was I thought she, he was gonna seriously injure yeah, her. Yeah, me too. To go. Million yeah. dollar baby, his sister. Basically, I thought that's where it was going at, at one point. Yeah, but yeah. like the way that they like made that tension rise while they were apart and the, the the kind of confession that he gives that the reason he does it is because um she's about to throw it all away. It echoes kind of Vince Vaughn's character, which we talk more about in a second. Oh yeah. Because he's really cool. Yeah. Um but it kind of echoes that like sentiment of like um you guys haven't seen Whiplash, right? No. I have. So you, Whip- you have. So have. you know in Whiplash it's kind of like I'm going to make you the best that you are through fucking agony. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, all, that's, torture, yeah. that's here in like a very like minimal sense. Yeah. Right? It's like, kind of like puts it on down. But like, yeah. it's that idea of just like, you know, I'm going to push you with such like hard negativity and stuff that you're going to, you're either going to quit or you got to be the best that you can be mm-hmm. by the end of it. So her brother kind of like in a selfish way echoes that sentiment after that fight where he's like, you're about to throw it all away. Fuck you. Like, you got chosen yeah. over me to mm-hmm. do this. I don't agree with, like, beating up your sister, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool 
story dynamically. Fighting with your family. Fighting yeah, with your so. family. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was um, like it, it made sense. Like it was well written from his perspective. Like yeah. him having to give up that dream. And I thought that that mm-hmm. moment where they're they're having that conversation, that kind of back and forth, when mm-hmm. it all after the fight, when it all kind of comes to a head, and he, mm-hmm. you know he's saying to her, "What do I have here?" And she's telling him like. You've actually got a lot here. And then right. she he tells her back, like, well, you're giving up this dream. Like, how could you? That's what he's so upset about. Right. Not mm-hmm. that she got to go, that she's giving it up. That's yeah. what's really. Well, I think that he was upset. I think it's both, you know. I think that he was upset that she got to go and he still can't get it. But he didn't resent her. Right. Until she was just like, yeah, I'm coming home. I don't want to do it anymore. Right. And then it, that's like kind of what mm-hmm. puts him over the edge. Yeah, and I thought both of them did a really good job. Um, the actor's name, I just had it up. His name is Zach. He's not related to it's Simon not, Pegg. He's, he's not. not you double Pegg. check that. Because he looks just well, like Well, his IMDb profile doesn't have any mention. He's from, uh, let's see, Rising Star Jack Loden grew up in Scottish Borders, which I already think is not he where He did Simon have a little Pegg bit of from. Scottish, I thought, on his accent sometimes. Mm, I couldn't really tell. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the British accent check, Eleanor? Everyone sounded like um, it would be in the same family, or was it weird? Yeah, I'm not really sure what a Norwich accent is. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. The The two siblings sounded alike, though. I think mm-hmm. you can probably believe that they'd been raised in the same area, but, yeah. I noticed that the parents were both saying, you know, words yeah, without heavy emphasis on the me, R, and then yeah. Paige herself said some words that had, like, real, yeah. like, Hard R's at the end, which you normally would not yeah. have in yeah. a British accent. So maybe she's got like I don't know where that actress I think is it, from. I think the Norwich accent might have like a hard R, like R. Okay. R. Yeah. Um, but that's not one hundred percent accurate. IMDb says only that she. Oh, sorry, she's from Oxford, Oxfordshire, England. She, if she's from Oxfordshire, then she'll have been putting on a, an accent for this movie. Right, okay, so she's doing a different accent then. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Always fun to have the inside scoop on Where is Norwich? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably like 90% accurate. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually have no idea. I think it's like, it's down south, but in relation to where I'm from, I have no idea. Did you have any knowledge of this wrestling school thing that they were doing? It seemed pretty small and low-key anyway. Never heard of it. Yeah. I thought it was like exclusively like an American thing. You know, I mean, obviously people do wrestling all over over, but i didn't realize that there was such like a kind of feverish passion yeah i mean it seems pretty that's a pretty small group family thing anyway so yeah i wasn't sure if they had like a a name for themselves out there uh it's it's in like the east eastern kind of middle east Hmm. area of england my geography skills are not yeah. Mine are worse. Cracking, so. Especially yeah. in regards to England. So I can you're tell gonna, you yeah, sure. you're going to have a better one than... Uh, sorry, I'm adding more fizzy to my vodka. Yeah, get yeah, it. You're going to have a better one than uh, than us. So No worries there. Yeah. So Vince Vaughn. is very good. Yeah. I like um, I like me some Vince Vaughn. Yeah, me too. I really do. Uh, I, I kept expecting him to make a dodgeball joke. He very much had dodgeball vibes being up there, he like had being dodgeball vibes. Obviously, he was not, but you know, not all the way. I mean, the movie maintained a pretty good sense of humor. Well, also like being a serious, yeah, yeah, yeah like serious, but like I you wouldn't know, call it a comedy first and foremost. No. Like it's it's 
I wouldn't necessarily call it a drama either. It's it's, it's very like, like family family yeah, appropriate. It's definitely yeah. not a comedy, but it's got some humor just where it's needed. I would love for like you know a kid who was my age when I saw like remember the Titans or like movies yeah, like that totally or like Rocky. I w- I'm very excited for this movie to exist and for the the tweens to get their hands on it because I feel like it will be a good movie for them as well. I was thinking that I was thinking that this is definitely feels like a movie that is more so aimed for like probably 13 through 16 maybe yeah but i also think it like it is a also a good movie which a lot of the movies that are aimed at children or you know young adults mm-hmm. like that usually not not that high of quality in or a way. Like, like the edginess is very like shallow or they're or trying like, too hard or like shallow. they don't actually you've been waiting for that one the whole time you guys are both my Lady Gagas. Yeah, and, and we're I'm, we're staring aw, into your eyes right now. We're all staring. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing you've ever seen. <laughs> Shit. Um, sorry, I derailed the entire podcast. That's all right. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like sometimes like the teen movies, their edginess is a little like forced or shallow, whereas this movie, you know, this movie doesn't feel like it's trying too hard at anything. It's, it's just no. very good at what mm-hmm. it's doing. It feels you know? natural. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and the comedy in there is natural. Like, there's no forced laughs. No. I don't yeah. think. I don't think so. And I think the drama works as well. Yeah, kind of, kind of does it all. Pretty, pretty darn. There's good. only one like kind of cliche drama scene that stands out to me, and it's like um, when they find her brother after the bar fight, and they're like shouting at each other a bunch of, around a bunch of storage units, and it's like the classic like he walks away tracking mm-hmm. shot thing. But like, whatever. I mean, it's cool. So you haven't watched the True Detective. Season three yet. I have not. I won't say anything specific. Yeah, I need that. I need that Konami code but from you. That scene it's, in the bar is very similar. Very, to what very, we yesterday. <laughs> very similar to one specific scene yeah. in True Detective season three, down to like almost the choreography. Like it's almost this. It's I was kind of hilarious. I, really, I think that might be my favorite scene in the movie. Um, Without without prior knowledge to this true detective debauchery of him uh, like fighting in the bar. Yeah, well, like I like the I like the choreography of him fighting in the bar because it felt like really like visceral and like good, and it was like kind of like a uh, not the whole movie has really great fight choreography. It's about wrestling, it's gonna. But uh, like I that's when I really like like when Nick Frost has to come and be like, yeah, we're fucking done, like, let's go. Like I was really like I, don't yeah. know, I was like really into it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. It was good. They don't drop a single F bomb in this movie. Congrats. They don't no. even use it. It's a PG well, they 13 say, movie. They I'm say what, sure. like, uh, fuck me dead or bury it's me dick, pre- dick me dead. Dick me dead. You can't dick say me fuck pregnant. me dead, but you can say dick me dead. You say dick me dead. Dick me dead. Which is. Dick me dead, bury never me pregnant. Heard that before. Right? That's a new one for me as yeah. well. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm with it. Uh, I think we're missing a pretty big part of this movie we have not mentioned yet. Like a big solid, like a anchoring, big solid object. Yeah, like a stone or some yeah, kind of something like, like that, like gravel, but put together. Can to you think make of what a, it might be? You know, like before something's eroded, it's a. What it makes up the Grand Canyon, but if you're to t- isolate it, kind of like a Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, everybody, is in this movie. They played up him being in this movie a bit, and it's he was on one day of shooting, and they did all his kind of a glorified cameo. But damn, is that man not charming? Playing himself in this movie, yeah. He says anything, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, as long as he's on screen talking, then yeah, I'm with it. Who's not happy? He had some of the like 
most uh, like positive like turning points of the film. He's he's got the very good like yeah. the motivational in the beginning and then at the end he's got some real good like heartfelt stuff there. The the best part of him being in that movie was for Nick Frost to make the uh, Vin Diesel joke though. The Vin Diesel joke was is, very is good. Ten out of ten, perfect. And the, the his He's reaction, like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> his reaction to the Vin is watching. You know, Vin watches every single movie. Oh, that and Vin, Dwayne and Vin is in. right now is, is tight because and he he's looks so like so tight. He doesn't look brolic in that scene. He looks small, not as swole. In what scene? Well, like like Vin looks not as swole when you got when he's getting made fun of. No. You know, oh, in general, when Vin is standing next to Dwayne, he's not as swole because Dwayne is like eight feet tall. Listen, Vin, we still love you and we're glad that you listen. We love him. But, we do. You know, we do. But Dwayne's we a big man. Really would like them to make up with each other. I'm hoping that it's just some fabricated nonsense, but you never know. You never know. It could you just be, know. it could be a work. Could be you never life. know. It could be real life beef. That's a wrestling term, I think. Hmm? A work. No, what does it mean? Does I think mean? a work is when you're like, you're like, no, wait, maybe that's the show. <laughs> uh, if we have any wrestling fan uh, listeners, they're not happy right now. <laughs> well, I mean, we we gave him the pitch at the beginning. All right, let that, me throw uh, some some wrestling terminology at you that I got. The ring. Okay. That's a term. Ding, ding, ding. Technically, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. ding. Yeah, that's yet, good. Yet. Yep. Give um, him the chair. Steel chair. That's uh-huh. what you hit him with it. Cage match. Cage Buried alive match. match. Buried alive match. I, we don't okay. know. Did you know oh, that yeah. one? I didn't know that. Cooking. Don't know. Can you Do smell? you smell it? The Rock's doing it. Ah. The Rock is cooking. Can you smell it? Candy ass. Candy ass. There you go. Uh, another scene I really appreciated was the uh, uh, Paige has this dynamic with the other three women in her like kind of like wrestling squad. Yes. And, and it's mm-hmm. very. You know, at first you're just kind of like, well, these are the quote unquote pretty girls and they're like ostracizing her. And that's the prejudice that she brings in. Exactly. Because like she talks to her mom. Her mom's just like, oh, yeah, well, a lot of times, uh, you know, these companies will bring in models and cheerleaders to like, quote unquote, uh, shake their tits around, shake their tits and ass around, blah, blah, blah. They don't really know how to wrestle. And they are models and cheerleaders. And they are models and cheerleaders. But yeah, and they do. And the thing is, like, there there is a scene where like Paige is like sparring with one of them and she gets like hit a few times and she's like kind of in the right to be like, yo, I'm not trying to get my back broken by someone who doesn't know how to do this right. stuff. But she tags her back. She tags her back. But then they bring, you know, she's she's about to write them off when they're like, yo, like we're doing this for, for our our lives just the same way that mm. you are. You know, we have just as much on the line as you do. And they're working their asses off. And like every time you off. see those three They flip those tires, time, man. They're working hard. They yeah. flip those tires mad times. Yeah. I liked how they had that kind of moment. I was waiting for a more direct, like, hey, I brought in, like, bias to this. I'm sorry. I was wrong kind of thing. I think by them working you got the together. Little and then it can, yeah. kind of came. Mm-hmm. You didn't need the, I guess, direct. I think like, by them. I mean, like, you know, like, don't touch his dirty horn, like those scenes. Like, them them working together to lift each other up is yeah. is more powerful, I think, as, like, as like a message to womanhood is, like, don't don't fight each other. Lift each other up, you know. Don't touch his dirty horn. Is don't touch his dirty that. horn. Don't touch yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I like the horn as a bit overall. Just Vince Vaughn shoving his Just shoving his horn in the face. Horn. Go yeah, on. It's pretty funny. Grab it. Oh, whatever he said. Yeah. If you want to go home, just just honk this <laughs> horn. I'm Vince Vaughn. I'm a very, very tall man. It was very cliche when Vince Vaughn had his very specific monologue about like her brother, her bro- what her bro- what would happen if her brother got yeah. called out. And it's just like, 
Yeah, we, we, we know you're talking about you there. Yeah, well, I was waiting, like, I was almost hoping he wasn't going to be like, I've been talking about me the whole... I'm doing my Bradley Cooper I don't right know now. why you're talking yeah. like Bradley I'm doing, Cooper. I'm doing my shit. Bradley Cooper. I mean, he does love hanging out in parking lots. Yeah, he drunk does. Drunk Bradley Cooper. Yeah, so it's it, You know. I was almost waiting. I was like... Because like, you're right. You're getting through that monologue and you're like, all right, when's he going to say it's me? And well, I was, there was waiting, waiting for like, her to be like, is that so you? that's you, right? He's like, yeah. Yeah. My you son it, won't, huh? won't answer his phone. <laughs> But it's fine. It was still, it was still good. I'm calling my son like, hello. Hello. And he's um, not picking up. By the way, uh, when they did perform Shallow at the Oscars, I cried. Yep, we all, we all yeah, cried. It was beautiful. You, me, and Mike all cried. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, that scene was was definitely a little cliche. And uh, I think one of the things that like really like kind of struck with me. Because, like, the lesson is universal uh, from the son's perspective is just, like, when you're kind of spend your life doing – trying to be good at one thing and you just can't hit it, you know? You just can't make it big in that way and you have someone at the highest tier telling you can't do it. Like, as me trying to struggle to be an artist in other aspects, like, that's just, like, the most scariest thing. And obviously he learns the lesson of just, like, what he does for his community is great. Yeah. For me, like when I think about it, I'm just like, oh god, that's so fucking scary. Like, yeah, I get. I guess it's a little bit different of a metaphor when you're talking about sports specifically versus sure. like. I mean, there's being like an artist. Yeah, but I mean, if you're still trying to get into like the mainstream, like I'm trying to do screenwriting and stuff. Like, at the end of the day, there is talent, and then there's like a choke that only a few little fishies get through. Yes, know? but luckily for you, there is more than one single avenue for screenwriting. Sure. Than, like, There's the not WWE the WWE is pretty much it. Sure. But yeah. that that's still that uh, anxiety. But the lesson that it imparts, I think, is also very strong. You know. Yeah, it's a good lesson. And very cool. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And that's what's cool about the movie. You don't have to be into wrestling to get what it's pitching, you know? Mm-hmm. There are some universal themes in there. Yes. I mean, you and I are not into wrestling, nope. but we enjoy I wasn't movie. sure if you were a wrestling boy. Because it's always weird. Because, like, like, you and me, you listen to a lot of, like, video game podcast people, and I'm always surprised how into wrestling most of them are. Everything I know about wrestling comes from listening to people who do podcasts about video games talk about wrestling. Same. I I didn't know there was that connection. There's, like, a really crazy overlap that maybe you and I are the weird ones for not Yeah, why have you missed out on that? Well, I grew up really liking Dragon Ball Z and, like, Power Rangers and stuff like that. So I liked, like, martial arts, but never got into the kind of showmanshipiness of wrestling exclusively watch cartoons as a kid yeah to the point where like if someone was like oh do you want to watch the show i'm like is it real people i would be like no i don't want to watch it but if you break down most like especially shonen kind of anime shows like dragon ball z wrestling. or whatever it's wrestling, it's wrestling. they're like there's so yeah. many similarities between the two sure and also like you know but you can break it down in in terms of like soap operas and things like that like some well, people yeah. watch wrestling for the the stories. I mean, that's what kind of what this movie is. It's Vince Vaughn says says that you got to have a sick story. You know, yeah. that's why we improv. used to love it so much because of the mm-hmm. crazy like backstage stories, the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the drama. Yeah. When somebody gets hit by a chair in the ring, that's one thing. When somebody gets hit by a chair backstage, backstage when it all pops off, that's yeah. Or yeah. if these two people had beef for like a few years and then they're getting hit by the chair, you're way more invested. Mm-hmm. But that kind of speaks to like what the whole movie. And like maybe in like a in like a meta way is doing where it's like exposing this more heartfelt through line that's like a big WWE story in a way you know, or you're giving the real backstory to to Paige where originally you only saw like a, a snippet of it on in the ring. It's well, good. I mean, this is a movie made by WWE, like it is produced by them. Yeah, when we saw that production logo in the beginning, I was like, 
Oh, well, it makes sense. They have a production company. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Weird that the WWE get, goes to Stephen Merchant to make a movie. Maybe Stephen Merchant went to them. I don't know. I'd be <clears> curious <throat> to know like how this came about because you're right. Like the WWE is an organization that tells stories yeah. as entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're telling a story about the story behind it, and that kind of becomes like because the thing that I always hear, especially now, like yeah. about these aforementioned video game podcast people talking about wrestling is they're always like, yeah, it sucks. I hate it. I'm still watching it. I can't like my, like, my circle, like the kind of funny guys, you, they are more, so into it. You're more, like, po- they're more a positive bunch, I guess. I listen to the old farts. Yeah, they are. Mind. They are definitely a more positive bunch, I would say. But yeah, it's like, oh, uh, this is, <laughs> the stories are not I, as good anymore, but I they're still be, compelled. I wouldn't be surprised if like Stephen Merchant, like, was like, I'm going to write a, a script about Paige and then pitch it to WWE. And then they kind of like put in the money and, and the stuff to make it, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the rap, but who knows? I think it worked out. I'd be curious to see. I, as far as I know, off the top of my head, this is the first like movie. Do you think they're going to be producing the Hulk Hogan movie with uh, nope. Chris Hemsworth? No. Are they actually doing that? I sent you the link, bro. Chris Hemsworth is playing... Hulk motherfucking Hogan. But it's not a Hulk Hogan movie, is it? Yeah, I think it's a biopic about him. Eee, some touchy material in that one. Yeah, but I want my my boy Thor to say it. <laughs> True. I'm I into so. I am when they when I saw that movie, I was just like, sign me the fuck up. I am in. And I signed Did you up. see the wrestler? Yeah, it's perfect. Did you see the wrestler? No. Okay. That one's a I mean it's like a bad time. That's a sad it's wrestling very movie. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's like I think that's like one of my like favorite movies. It's that's good. good. It's a good one. <clears throat> it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts about uh, fighting with my family? Anything else? Uh, do you have a favorite like wrestling moment? Well, think from... back. Think back to your your youth oh, watching just wrestling. Not yeah. the movie, just in general. Um, I can't think of anything specific, but The Rock was. Just my number one favorite. He's pretty good, and still is. It's cool. To see he him. he just like made it like what it is. Yeah, me. Yeah, I liked the end bit where they're kind of giving you the like the this kind of like animal house do. what they've gone on to do, and it's yeah. like the Rock left that wrestling. That was really funny. Had yeah. a very <laughs> successful career outside of wrestling. That that got a chuckle out of me for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Any closing thoughts from you there, Robbie? Uh, really liked it. If you are still listening and you haven't seen it yet, uh, I definitely recommend it. It's a lot I think of fun. you could still enjoy it very much if you've heard us talk about this. Yeah, it's I think not so. like a you, movie. You definitely don't need to know anything about wrestling. I think if I yeah. didn't used to watch it as a kid, I would have still really loved this movie. I mean, so. I think we both really liked it. We don't have too much mm-hmm. of a connection to wrestling, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I, I want to echo the sentiment I had earlier, where I was like, I'm really excited for that movie to exist now for for like younger people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's going to be a cool movie for them to to remember. Right on, thumbs up all around from yeah, us. Yeah, it was good, pleasant cool. surprise. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Eleanor. I hope you had a good time on your first podcast. Yeah, it was fun. You did a great job. You did a great job. And Robbie, you also did a great job. I don't want to leave you out. I want to touch your leg onto the table as well. Thank you time. for touching my leg. <laughs> In the shade. I'm gonna have nightmares. Strap in for 2019, folks. <laughs> That's, uh, this is pretty much what we're bringing to the table here. And I it's... am Bradley Coopering every podcast from now on. Get yep. ready. Yep. 
At least the Spider-Man bits have been put to bed for now. Oh, don't. Mike's not Mike, here, so... If Mike was here, we... Yep. All right. I'll take my victories where I can get them. Thank yeah. you very much for listening out there. If you would like to hear more content from us or read more content from us or even see more content from us, because <gasps> we're getting into some video now, you can head on over to storyscreenbeacon.com where you can find all kinds of articles, podcasts, videos... Reviews and more, and showtime. We opened up a movie theater in Beacon, New York. So if you're local to the area, um, Story Screen is is running Legacy movies through the next couple months. Um, so there's some really cool, exciting stuff yes. going on there. If you, you go on the website, we have our calendar there. I think it schedules out like two weeks in advance or so. Yep. Uh, chances are pretty good. You will see Robbie's beautiful, glowing face. I will be there most most days out of the week. If not me, then then the young, beautiful Bernadette, or the crotchety, working his ass off Mike Purge, who we also but love still very beautiful, much. always beautiful. The man's got a shine on him now. He he has like the the looks. He's glowing. of, uh, of um, um, uh, Jack Nicholson. And the crazy look in his eye. Yeah, from the okay. Shining. He's he let's he's got the passion of Jack Nicholson. Let's say that. Sure. Jack Nicholson's a handsome guy. He is. Yeah. All right. Thank you again for listening. I'm Jack Kolajeski. Robbie Anderson. Eleanor Kolajeski. Yeah. You like saying it out loud? Feels weird. It feels weird. Yeah. Cool. You can be Jack Green then. I'll mean. be Jack Green. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll swap. We'll you guys just switch yeah. it. That's that's how Jack you do Green it. has a great ring to it. It's good. It's good. Mm. Mm. That's my drink. All right, thanks again. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye. Good stuff. You did it. She did That's it. The first and last podcast. No, no, it was good. My career is over. No. Yeah. You did a fine job.